Yeah, and I think for like like Nostalgia Ultra, for example, um, yeah. or should we not talk about that? Yeah, yeah, like, no, okay. go ahead. <laughs> um, please go ahead. Go on ahead. on Nostalgia Ultra, uh, like the for the auto tune, like I think your yeah. Brandon, your big inspiration was that for that was um, Kevin Abstract. Was it? I was, gonna say, gonna I was gonna say. I was gonna say. I like America. America likes. Oh, uh, maybe the timing would would work out. But uh, <laughs> I remember no, but I remember Always. I was listening to American Boyfriend a lot, and you came over that one night, and oh, I had yeah, that yeah. one. We were so loud. Oh yeah, you know you. And then yeah, and right. then uh, and yeah, that whole time I was just thinking about Kevin Abstract. I pretty much just like I loved his like coming of age sort of approach to like the storytelling on that album and everything, and I and that's a super like loaded album in terms of the sounds. Like there's no there are no songs that have like one instrument or two instruments at any point. It's always just like very huge. concentrated and yeah huge sounds um so yeah that was that was like the influence for that i guess but yeah like i think you're right though that the 1975 using let's just make this a 1975 interview <laughs> but uh, but yeah them using auto-tune there's a song called by your side that they put out a couple years ago and it was the first time that i'd heard that's that level of auto-tune on a song that uh wasn't necessarily allowed to use it i remember like because it was like a very like rap yeah. thing yeah, and yeah. uh and then a band that was like more rock focused like coming out with an auto-tune song sort of just like definitely uh allowed me to be okay with trying it yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. and not feeling ridiculous and then it obviously just like sounded great and we were, we liked it Very yeah happy about it um was that something you guys discussed or did that just literally like like let's make these songs and yeah what if we tried changing it up like this what if we tried going on like how was that process we just kind of like Danny was saying. We're just like we're all just kind of down for like right. like if someone presents something that sounds good and, yeah. and then like we just want to make music that we like listening to. Yeah. Like we couldn't stop listening to "I Miss Summer" while we were making it. At least I couldn't. Like I listened yeah. to it demos like on my way to work every day. Like I don't know. It's just like stuff like people would suggest really good ideas, and I'd be like, "Yeah, it sounds good. I love say, this." Yeah. It was never really just like. Yeah, I think like the continuity of it just comes through in like the themes and stuff. It doesn't need to be the same genre. Yeah, well, yeah, fuck, fair enough. Um, do you want to, yeah, let's talk about like the theme from, I guess, the songwriting perspective first. And then sure. maybe like the instrumentation after, like, I don't know how much of a theme there really is, but. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, like what was the inspiration? What was the thought process? If you want to get into that? Um, I guess the the very first song that I wrote was Nostalgia Ultra. And I remember it was sort of, it was, it was in September of yeah 2018, I guess. And, and it was sort of, it was the first year that I wasn't going back to school. And it was, it was that time. It was like right after summer and, and, uh, and now just like still keeping on with a day job and, and not having like a next step. And I think I, I just, I remember just like writing a lot then that, that I just was really uncertain of, what I was supposed to be doing because up until that point, I always had this, well, you'll be going to grade 10 next. So like, and then suddenly just like you're done school and it's like, everything's up to you now. Like that, like go outside and grow your own thing from, from the song. Like, uh, and yeah, so I think that, that was like the central theme of just, of, of not knowing, uh, what to do and being very scared that I'm going to make the wrong decision or that I missed my opportunity in, in some way to, uh, you know, spend time with people that I, care about or, or something like that or um yeah so that was the first song and that's sort of saying it out loud now I guess like that's that's all of it <laughs> like that's uh yeah I I think that the songs take a different angle on that perspective as as those months during the writing process were on like into last summer when we finished you're okay 
um, which was the last song and like didn't have lyrics for a while and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's all, it's all sort of just based around that time period of being sort of like 22 or 23 and not knowing uh, what to do and being very scared of the fact that no one's telling you what to do. Um, super cool. Yeah. Super cool that you're willing to explore that. Um, super cool that you guys are willing to help you make that happen. Thanks. Yeah. Well, like we're all living it together too, right? Yeah. Exactly. Pretty, pretty universal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Like we, yeah. A lot of, a lot of lines and stuff are drawn from like conversations and and stuff just like with us and like, we're always just like having friends and stuff. Yeah. I didn't even notice this because I'm not a, I don't know what the word is, but um, I didn't know like the coit, the coits carried over into nostalgia. Um, But also super cool song, um, which I I could say about every song. but. Um, my favorite part about the uh, Nostalgia Ultra was, I, I don't even know what you call it, um, that like, like kind of like reggae, that like weird bounce uh, that comes in. Is that an accord? Latin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I literally don't um, Where, is that the chorus? Is that the bridge? What, what the fuck? What is that? Yeah, that's the chorus. Yeah. The chorus yeah. for sure. Yeah, cool. Um, I believe it may or may not be Travis Scott drum kit again. <laughs> where? Um, it's the uh, Nike's drum uh, sound. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, I remember like writing... Cause like we had the we had the verse drums yeah. down, yeah. and then we were trying to figure out the chorus. Cause like, cause I think when we were doing a demo of it, I just looped the drum, yeah. the drum beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like this will be fine. But, uh, <laughs> but I, I can remember, play this for four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> can barely play it for two. But, uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, I remember like trying to. I think the influence that we wanted to do was kind of like a beat, kind of similar to "Sorry" by Justin Bieber, oh, cool. and kind of like that, like. Cool, yeah. But oh yeah. I just I remember yeah. it always just when we did it on like when I tried to do it on acoustic kit, it always just sounded lame. Like it always just sounded yeah. like I was just going boom, which like it's what it is, but also yeah. just it didn't have the same kind of Fair. like. I don't know what the word is, but it, it didn't kind of have the same effect. Yeah, the yeah. same vibe, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it has yeah. like a bit of an otherworldly, like like the the chorus and the verse are very different. Yeah. From yeah. Each, every instrument changes, and every like type of instrument changes. Like it's very electronic versus acoustic, and um, yeah. So I think that was that was like a really cool breakthrough to like separate those and mm-hmm. use those drums. Yeah, I remember when uh, I think it was at Danny's apartment when yeah, we first. Yeah, you guys were. Yeah. Um, we were just like messing out around like different possibilities of what it would be. And Danny did it. He was like, like, is this too far? Have we like, is this something <laughs> we, lost we shouldn't minds? even like delve into? Like, are we Pitbull now essentially? Like <laughs> just making reggae club tunes? And the answer was yes. And it's like, yeah, okay, we're fine with it. And then just kind of went from there. Cool. Man. Yeah. Um, are you excited to try to play? I, I'm, yo, I'm so excited to hear this shit live. <laughs> I'm so excited to hear this live. Yeah, we're excited yeah. too. Thanks. Yeah, I can't, I can't, we haven't really run yeah. Through nostalgia, we've never played with, it before. No, we have not. So that'll be fun. Yeah. <laughs> We're doing yeah, that for the first fun. time today. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, super excited to hear that. Um, Thanks, what are you, What are your thoughts on like the changing of the drums and your your part of the drums? Like, yeah. So mm-hmm. it's it's funny because when I again I laid down a very similar beat yeah. that I usually do. It's yeah. it's like uh, it's the beat from Pink and White by Frank Ocean, but like converted to four four rather than six cool. eight, which is cool. what that song is in. Yeah, yeah. and. Um, I remember I was like I had it up on the MIDI with um, <laughs> up on. I only know that because of the podcast, but um, yeah, nice. I um, I had it up on the MIDI, and then I remember just like I think I sh- I just added some different like snares and everything. I shifted everything around. I think even like like one beat or like half a bar or something. And I was like, oh, this is instantly way more interesting. We get like a lot more off beats and stuff like that there. Um, and then translating that to the actual kit, so it would be a bit tough at times. So I had to dumb down the beat just a little bit. Right, right, right. Um, but yeah, I really do like because like I. The difference between um, 
like the verse drums chug along so much yeah. and really keep keep it going, which I really like. And then Danny did a great job. But once the chorus hits, everything just kind of like to me when I listen to it, kind of just like not drops out, but everything just gets super wide all of a sudden. It's yeah. like boom, and yeah. then and I think that the the drums kind of chill for a little bit and then come in kind of more gradually. Yeah. I really Danny did a great yeah. great job with that. The, the chorus drums were way more Danny than than me for sure. Yeah. So yeah. Um, but do you like appreciate as a drum? Do you like appreciate that kind of sound? Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. As long as it's, as long as it's got like a good like. As long as it again keeps keeps things moving along, then I'm I'm down for sure. Yeah. yeah. As long yeah. as if it sounds good, it sounds good. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Shit. Sick. <laughs> um, yeah. So that there, that wasn't like a conscious decision. It was kind of just like I'm gonna try something weird. Yeah. And yeah. And you guys like it? <laughs> yeah. Seriously, no. Just just like experimenting. We were spending a couple hours on it at yeah. um at my apartment one weekend, yeah. and I did it, and we weren't really sure. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but and and I I think I sent it to Nick. Um that following week asking if he could like maybe take a crack at the chorus drums yeah. and like see if he could change them around yeah. and it just sort of came to like honestly anything i do i just wish that it was doing this yeah or what we had yeah. before yeah yeah so then we just left it like that cool yeah because like danny's a lot more adept with like the production of like the, the travis guy yeah. drum type, <laughs> type of thing like so i'm like like those kind of like i'm not as as uh nuanced with those kind of like sure. like those uh hi-hat riffs and stuff like that yeah. so everything i sent to him i was like yeah exactly like <laughs> I, would, I would just be like boom sh, boom sh, boom it's kind of like yeah like i'm saying like it, same same on the acoustic and same yeah. as like even when i was trying to make it with different sounds it yeah. just kind of fell flat without kind of like cool danny's uh the, danny's magic I, I feel like it's a thing that happens a lot with like our ideation process even yeah. it's like we'll come up with something we'll be like uh like this is really cool but like we're not sure of it so we'll try a bunch of other things just so like we know that this is the thing and then after trying all these different options we'll come back to the first one be like okay now we know for sure like yeah we've tested everything this is the thing it has to be pretty thorough about it yeah what did you learn from uh rick rubin you're not allowed to say no yeah (laughs) yeah rick rubin said in an interview if anyone suggests an idea you have to try it you can't just say no without hearing it that's the at least in his studio. That's mm-hmm. what so uh, halfway through making uh, this summer, we adopted that practice. <laughs> halfway through, we hated Nostalgia Ultra several times oh, for months. That song was like, it was a grind. I was ready to, to dump it. <laughs> yeah, it was a it was a long it was a long haul for sure. It came a long way um, from from the demo to where it is now. Yeah, like, there's a lot of cool iterations. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just the lyrics and the fact that there's auto tune. Um, what do you think made it so oh, difficult? No, no, no auto-tunes. What's that? What do you think made it so difficult? What do you think made that song specifically so difficult? Was it just... Um, it's, I guess, just like, it's kind of an ambitious song just in terms of the fact that, like, yeah, it's like these very two very different worlds in the yeah. verse and the chorus. So it's like, it's kind of like you need to make two songs at once, but, like, they also need to agree with each other. You can't just, like, like, if, yeah, like, if you're okay and Daisy were like in the same song as each other, it would be a huge vibe change and that wouldn't work. Um, And that's pretty much what we did on Nostalgia Ultra, but we had to make it work. Uh, So that's probably why it was so hard. Um, But also just everything we tried, we like sort of liked, but we just, I guess the main fear was that it was going to be boring. It's a bit of a, uh, it's not even down tempo. I don't know why, why it, it was a risk that it would be boring, but we were always bored by it until we like found these little things like the Latin drum beat or like the auto tune, like so love, like that thing. Like I, as soon as I had that, I was like, okay, fine. I'll, I'll try more. <laughs> like, you know, like, so there's just like certain parts that keep you going, but it, yeah, that one was hard. <laughs> um, was that the most difficult song to record? Record. Yeah. 
record, create? Like, what's it was the creation of it that was made? It, I, to make it into a finished product, I'd say yeah. um, Nostalgia Ultra was the most tough, um, followed by probably Daisy. Yeah, Daisy, mm-hmm. there's a lot going on. You're okay was easy. We did that in like yeah. three days. So. <laughs> It's snowing in our heads, snowing in our beds We had a plan 